Grace and peace to all. It is Pastor Ben here with you on this Monday morning, along with my partner in Christ, the one and only no other, Pastor <laughs> Tanya Reed. What's going on? Pastor? Good morning. Good morning, Pastor. And good morning to all of you. And I pray you've had a wonderful weekend and you're stepping in Monday in good spirits and good chair. Hey, man, we, we kind of been on a, a short hiatus. It wasn't really planned, but we had some technical difficulties called life. Uh, and so we, <laughs> we, we, we kind of missed out on, 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 on being with you. But definitely a pleasure to be back. And as you know, uh, as we always do, uh, we, we just, you know, thank you for joining us this morning. And, you know, Pastor Tanya, myself, are co-founders of Clergy for Cures, which is a nonprofit organization that we formed. And uh, please, if you want to reach out to us, you can go to us on social media uh, at clergy number four cures. Uh, as well as our website, www.clergyforcures.org. Reach out to us. Check us out. Also, you can join us on Tuesday evenings for our prayer call that we do every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Times via our Facebook page, as well as our YouTube channel, Resource Center TV. So with that being said, Pastor Tanya is the pastor of Welch Memorial United Methodist Church in Fairview United Methodist Church. So if you have in the High Point Archdale Triad area, you can check her out or you can come join me and my church family at Spring Hill United Methodist Church in High Point if you're ever wandering in that area. So with all that, Pastor Tanya, we've had a lot going on. Um, and we were talking about something interesting that, you lifted up in our production meeting, as we call it, uh, where you were talking about the, from the thought of rejection. Uh, go ahead and kind of tap into that and 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 lift that that up that you were speaking to. Oh man, thank you very much. Well, this past Sunday, um, I spoke from First Samuel chapter eight, and I'm just going to give you an overview where. Jesus is saying that we have rejected him and we want an earthly king. Um, and I started thinking about rejection and I lifted that up um, in service from the standpoint of understanding rejection. And um, for example, being in high school, anxiety about being picked first for dodgeball or or baseball and every time all if it's not your name it's this feeling that happens within or that hurt that comes when we're excluded lunch or the lunch table or with our co or if we've worked really hard and, and for a new position at work we have the interview really really good but in a few weeks we find out we didn't receive it or if we've been in a relationship and we think, oh, my God, this is the one. And the rejection come that this is not where I want to be right now. How do we deal with that lousy feeling? And 
I came to this realization that Jesus Christ tells us in Matthew chapter 10, verse 14, that when we're not received, we need to shake the dust of that place off our feet and leave it there. Come to him in prayer and then move forward. But a lot of times we get stuck in the rejection and it plays over and over again. And then we start off with this little bitty small overnight bag because we didn't get picked first, but we got picked not near the end, but we got picked maybe third. So we okay. We didn't get this job, but we got a better job making more money. So we okay. So it's just a little bitty bag that we're packing a little bit of rejection. But then as we live longer in life, things start happening that start cases. Then the next thing you know, you got a trunk and it's heavier and heavier to carry. And then our attitudes change. We become sad or depressed or angry or aggressive or like little time bombs go off. When what we really should do is face it. What's your mm. thoughts on that, Pastor Ben? Yeah, um, that speaks volumes um, because a lot of times what we see, the issue is that last part, facing it. Uh, me, who sometimes suffers from avoidance, you know, those are things where uh, we must really have to dig from a deeper source and a place of trust. Uh, you know, especially in our spiritual walk to deal with that, because I think a, a lot of times now we try to protect ourselves and others we love so much from disappointment nowadays. Um, but it's almost something that's unavoidable. But, you know, as anything, you know, even as we speak as pastors in our walk and, and, and as people that profess a faith in our walk, you know, there's always a time where we have to uh, adhere to the adversity or the call, or we have to face something. You know, you can only avoid or, or keep suppress certain things for a time. And then as anything, going back to what I was trying to say was, you know, it's all in our response to it. Amen. And, I think, Amen. and I think when we respond, especially, and I, I send this out for those who may not have that support system, it also can fall on the support system you have, those that you've been blessed with, you know, and their guidance through this. Um, but for, for those that may not, you know, our response um, is key, you know, how do we respond to it? What are we relying on when we respond to it? What outlets do we have to deal with it and unpack it, you know, because, you know, you don't want to put it in the suit. I remember you talking about we put it in a trunk. You know, you don't want to <laughs> pack it. You just don't want to pack it in because then it just gets jumbled and it can get messy and, 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 and 
and you know, you, you just don't want that. So I think it's the understanding of how to respond and what we rely on in in this response. Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe I was far it off. It makes talk, sense. Talk to me. It, it makes sense. What you're saying is we have to find good reasons to better understand the effects of being excluded or hurt. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, that man is not meant to be alone. And the fundamental need to belong is, is natural. We want to be a part because we are created to be a part of one another. So when we're rejected in fashion, we're inward, personal, where the perspective needs to be, how do we accept Mm-hmm. Mark, Jesus is teaching, but they're questioning the spirit that's in Jesus because they don't want to hear. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of time what we reject. The person is what the person stands for. It's the truth. It is that air person that brings a solid foundation. It's like, um, if I'm not sure who I am, and you know exactly and we're in a conversation, and I can find that one thing that I'm overly qualified for that I don't feel that you have, that thing for you to and why are you questioning who you are? I be I am becoming what you're looking for. In reality, is what you already have. So a lot of time, rejection is something that we create. That's actual moment that it happened. Jesus, in that moment, he said, "You said that I have an evil spirit." Will wicked this out? No. But truth call truth out. Love will call love out. And when you find yourself feeling less than or rejected, look to see what is the truth. What is the perspective that I'm at perspective of the relationship or the people that I'm with? And then mm-hmm. determine with clarity, is this my group? Are these the people that I can survive with, that I can thrive with, that I can grow with? Or are these the people that I am seeking that might not be right for me. Mm. Well, let me let me speak to that because that's a key key understanding when we talk about seeking those and that group. Because if we're not seeking them in the right spirit or the right truth, as you pointed out then once again, it can lead to uh, chaos or, you know what I'm saying? 
I do. In, instability because, you know, what are we, if we're searching out, if we're looking for, you know, where are we uh, in our understanding of ourselves and what we decide, desire for, you know, because, you know, it goes to that saying, if you hang with nine broke friends, you're bound to be the 10th one. So, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's, it's, but it's that understanding of who you are and what you seek, because you must surround yourself with people that are seeking the like-minded things you know that was Amen. the point when christ gathered followers you know we must be under the same connection that is love of god so we know how to love one another but if i'm seeking you just for uh, just entertainment or just out of a, a feeling of loneliness but not so much knowing how like what i want in my relationships or my acquaintanceships it can lead to even more turmoil or, or stress or things that that bring about this rejection feeling or lack of exactly. fulfillment. You exactly. understand? So I think, you know, in in to, in the start, we have to we have to understand what we're seeking. We have to have an understanding of 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 where we are. You know, not to say everybody's going to have everything together, but I think if I recognize that and say, you know, I need to be around people that are going to push me and keep me steady and we can lift each other up to get to a place where we're thriving or search, you you know, you have to be honest in that. But if we're, exactly. going, off, if we're going off an earthly understanding towards an emotion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, just... Mm -hmm. uh, won't like being lonely so we gravitate to the first and it could it may be a group that that's not up to no good or it may be a group that doesn't produce anything positive they might be you know those that gossip or net or or do stuff or and uh, you know uh antagonize stuff or, or or you know to keep stuff going so you know you never know so understanding the spirit we're doing it in you exactly. know, and Pastor Ben tries to, you know, because, you know, I love everybody and I don't I don't like to try to meet a stranger. But I have to understand, though, if I'm moving in that spirit of love, that God will protect me when I engage in new acquaintances and, and, and relationships. You know, I don't trust in going off what Ben knows. You know, I go off of what God has shown me through Christ. Look, if you do it in love and you you try to be pleasant and life producing. I, God's got a hand on that. God will watch over it. Exactly. Whether it doesn't pan out, maybe God's protecting both of us from something or that group or the, you know, or maybe God says, no, this, you, that's not it. You understand what I'm saying? So, Real talk. And I do understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's just where I, you know, with that thought that was powerful, you lifted up. I, I just think, you know, it has to begin with us in, in honesty and truth, as you spoke to, you know, knowing who we are, where we are, you know, whether whether exactly. we we're, we're in a good, bad, ugly place. It don't matter. You know, we have to we have to be honest with ourselves uh, before it, especially if we're seeking. 
because we can exactly. seek it under the wrong spirit or the wrong energy, you know. But it, back to you, yes. Pastor. I don't want to take up all the air. No, no, no. You're fine. <laughs> and, and first, real talk. We need to be aware of our emotions. When we reject it, it it feels physical, it's it's mental, mm -hmm. and it's social. Mm -hmm. And, and when yeah. you think about it, we are clever people. We're very intelligent, but we rely on social groups to survive. Mm -hmm. We live in a society that depends on our group, on water and food, mm -hmm. fulfill the need of our body, our flesh. And it has to be some type of acceptance that emerge out of these things, because if not, we find ourselves isolated. And when you find yourself isolated, you will replay that event over and over again. Figure it out. Just told us in Matthew, shake that dust off in that place. That means let it go right there in that moment. So. Mm -hmm. If being hurts my feelings, we're closing up. I don't know about mm. that thing. That that didn't feel so good. We might need to talk that out, but I need a moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's me shaking it off. Mm -hmm. Going, taking a moment to pray. And then coming back and living in the moment that God has for me. But if I don't do it that way, here's what happened. Up with Pastor Ben, and then you know what I'm gonna everything wrong with Pastor Ben that I can find. Mm -hmm. I, what he did to me was wrong, mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna plan how I'm gonna get him back later. So mm -hmm. when we get back together, and we're supposed to be talking about the word of can't mm -hmm. get there, it's decided. I'm going to get Ben. Yeah. In that moment, I am lashing. Mm -hmm. And I cannot receive what God has for me. I can't receive what he has for me that Ben is bringing to me because I am lashing out. Mm -hmm. Anger. No, mm -hmm. mainly because I'm hurt. Uh, has set in. The depression has come. A sadness has come. Maybe jealousy has come. Something has come because I'm broken and I'm hurt. Mm -hmm. And I don't deal with the emotion. I pack the emotion and I begin to find a way to him. Mm-hmm. Because if I can break him, I'm I'm sorry, Pastor B. No, go ahead. no, I was just gonna say, and just think about that brokenness, and you carry that, and how many mm -hmm. other relationships or interactions with people you carry that too, that energy. But go ahead, I just wanted to throw that in there. That's so true because that brokenness that I have for Pastor Ben, it's not just gonna fester for him. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out with other men when I'm talking to them mm -hmm. because I still see Pastor Ben because I haven't dealt 
Pastor Ben is living his life. Everything's looking wonderful. I'm wondering, wondering how, because what he's done to me. But the reason why God tells us to dust it off in that place and leave it there, because if I leave it there with Pastor Ben, guess what's got to happen? If I go to Pastor Ben and say, Pastor Ben, I just mm. left it there with him. If he's a man of God and he mm. truly values our friendship, he's mm. going to pick it up and say, well, I didn't mean to do that. H how did I do that? And we're going to work it out. So mm -hmm. when I hang up that phone and we meet again, we're better than we were the first time because now we have come together through something called rejection. And out of that, we have made a difference. And now we're in recovery. And now we're growing in Christ. Mm -hmm. Stop taking these moments to face emotion. That moment to develop Christ's behavior. Walk in, mm -hmm. walk in the Holy Spirit, live it, which means we have to say to ourselves, I'm hurt. Mm. And that takes a big person to say, I'm hurt. Mm -hmm. Everything in life, hear me now for a moment that affects you mentally and physically. And mm -hmm. rejection, we just got through talking about it. Jealous, being jealous of one another, envy, brokenness. Mm -hmm. Where you mm -hmm. find wholeness, you don't find these things because they've been removed because you've taken the time to deal with it. You know, sometimes when I work with children in the past and I would ask them, what emotion are you feeling? And they would say, I don't know. And I would take little smiley faces in different shapes of things, show sadness, happiness, all of these things. And I said, well, if you can't tell me, do it. And most of the time, if they're angry, they can't tell you because they don't know how to put it into words. Because anger stems from being hurt. But every time you show a child that's been hurt, a picture of another child being hurt, they'll say, this is how I feel. And I said this. We need to take the time mm -hmm. to feel the pain and suffering of being broken. Mm. Mm. Let me, and let me just add to that before we run out of time. We got a few more minutes by seven. But rejection comes, you know, sometimes we think of it being an outright dismissal. But sometimes exactly. rejection, feeling of rejecting comes where people we are connected to or loved ones don't meet us in a certain place uh, emotionally or for connection. And then we connect that feeling of hurt as rejection. And then as Pastor Tony pointed mm -hmm. out, when we carry broken feeling 
how often does that make us timid or hesitant in other aspects of life or relationship because now we have that fear of not being met emotionally where we were. That feeling stays with us. Um, you know, so we we and we have to be careful that we're not the ones on that end that are not meeting our, our kids, our family members, our loved ones in that moment to where we cause a feeling of rejection. But as Pastor Tanya talked out about it, though, uh, there are two ends to the spectrum. So if one does something that is is uh, that they don't recognize, as Pastor Tanya eloquently pointed out in the example she used with me, which it sounded kind of real, so I got to be careful how I be didn't object. <laughs> but but in that example, though. You brought up a great point because sometimes people don't recognize it. And it's usually the people we're closest to. They don't recognize mm -hmm. it sometimes. But the problem we see is that a lot of times we hesitate to have those real conversations. And then we just go into, well, you know how they are. Or I just, I just won't talk no more. Or I just, that's a rejected feeling. Mm -hmm. And then we all miss out because there was not that time to let me leave it there with them so they can deal with it. And let's because if I'm truly moving in a spirit of love and that person has sincere love through, through God, through Christ, whatever, in the spirit of love, they will be able to accept it and deal with it. Whether they agree with it or not, they will be able to accept it because I know I have to be honest with myself and say, man, you may rub people the wrong way with your humor or, or whatever or how you go at things. But if it comes back to you, you can't run from it. You have to engage it so that it can be helped. Because if I know one thing or I feel one thing in my connections, I feel that they're in my life for a purpose, a purpose that is beyond my control, my understanding. Right. So with back to Pastor Tanya's example, I trust that God has placed her in my life for a purpose. So I can't be hurt if she because I need to understand. It ain't about me at that time. It's about who who I'm becoming. And we that's going a little deeper. But you 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 feel what I'm saying, Pastor Tanya, you know. I am truly with you, Pastor Ben, and you yeah. make two great points. Putting things in perspectives helps us see truth. And it takes the personal feeling away from rejection and make it about the behavior and the person that you're becoming. And a lot of times we analyze things because we make everything so personal. Mm -hmm. when they don't have to be. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, being did Okay. But instead yeah. of saying, being didn't pick me first, why didn't he pick me first? Me and him supposed to be homies. We supposed to be thick. Why didn't he pick me? Why not steady yourself? He shouldn't have picked me. He should have. Because she 
offer her right now that I already have. Mm-hmm. So maybe me because something that I need have something that they need. See, if you start mm-hmm. looking at things from different perspectives, the same way we have to face rejection, we have to learn to accept acceptance. And a lot of yes. times we hold on to rejection and we push acceptance away because mm-hmm. we are to be humble. And you can mm-hmm. be humble in your acceptance, but accept it because it's a gift from God. And in all of these things, it takes a mature person. So if you're not there yet, it's okay. Allow to take the hand of someone that's a little bit more mature in the area that's challenging you so that you can grow and step into those shoes. Don't look at rejection, as Pastor Ben said, as a personal attack on you. Look at rejection as an opportunity to become more like Christ. Mm, mm, that's powerful. That's powerful. You know what? On that note, we that that's a powerful thought. We need to shut it down on there as we run it out of time. But <laughs> All right, uh, Pastor Ben. <laughs> that was a powerful thought. You we might need to pick this up next Monday because that that's powerful because you know, once again, I think a lot of times, and and trust me, y'all, we speak from experience that we go through these things too. I, I know I do. We do speak from a rejected place and we don't even know or why certain hesitations or things we do because we 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 carry something or trauma from a previous rejection or, or whatever. So it is something that's powerful and we have to that's why these, these teachings of the gospel we find so powerful. And we hope you do too, these teachings of Christ, to disconnect from that and think eternally and ground yourself in, in, in the power of God and that Holy Spirit to guide you through it. But on that note, Pastor Tanya, I appreciate it. Our, our time is up for this morning, but this might be something we have to do a part two on and, and okay. pick it up for the next one because this was a a great and therapeutic conversation for for me as well so uh last thought and then we'll get on out of here well last next week if any of you out there have some to discuss when it comes down to rejection or acceptance please let us know so that we can discuss it as um an example to grow from for all of us. So please put some things out there, send us some emails, let us know your thoughts, and we'll be more than willing to lift them up and work them out. Amen. Amen. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us at info at clergyforcures.org. Go to the website, drop a message, www.clergyforcures.org, and we will be blessed to receive it and hope that we can help you in any way. So on behalf 
of my co-partner in Christ and clergy for cures and uh, from from our heart to yours, we thank you again. We pray that you have a blessed Monday and a blessed week, and we will see you next time. And in the peace and love of of Christ and love of God through Jesus Christ, we say God bless and have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Bye.